Hello, it's Tax Credit Tuesday, and I'm Michael Novogratik. Today is May 20th, 2008, and you are listening to the Novogratik Report on Tax Credits, a weekly podcast focusing on affordable housing, community development, and renewable energy. This week, we will review key points of HUD's 2008 SuperNOFA. But first, let's discuss the progress that tax extender and housing stimulus legislation are making in Congress. On May 14th, House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Charles Rangel of New York introduced legislation to extend tax credits and deductions that expired last year or would expire at the end of this year. The Energy and Tax Extenders Act of 2008, or H.R. 6049, was considered and ultimately approved by the Ways and Means Committee the following day. The bill includes a six-year extension of the Investment Tax Credit, or ITC, for solar energy, three-year extensions of the Production Tax Credit, or PTC, for energy derived from biomass, geothermal, hydropower, landfill gas, and solid waste, and a one-year extension of the PTC for energy derived from wind. Chairman Rangel's legislation would extend for one year through 2009 the New Market Tax Credit, permitting a $3.5 billion maximum annual amount of qualified equity investments. This proposal is estimated to cost $1.3 billion over 10 years. Chairman Rangel said that an extension of these provisions would help reassure families and businesses that their tax bills will not increase this year and that the bill would also help companies move forward with critical investments to build new technologies and provide incentives for renewable energy and energy conservation to help reduce our nation's dependence on foreign oil. The bill could be considered by the full House of Representatives as early as this week. Reports indicate that there is significant bipartisan support for passing a tax extenders package. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Max Baucus of Montana introduced S-2886, the Alternative Minimum Tax and Extenders Tax Relief Act of 2008, last month, but it has not yet been marked up by the Finance Committee. His measure would also extend expired and expiring tax provisions, including the New Market Tax Credit, through 2009. Following the Ways and Means Committee vote on May 15th, Chairman Baucus made a statement expressing approval for the energy measures included in Congressman Rangel's bill. Chairman Baucus said he was pleased that House Ways and Means had approved energy measures in its extenders bill that in large part represent the energy package the Senate Finance Committee and the House Ways and Means Committees negotiated last December. While that bill failed to clear the Senate, Senator Baucus said, and I quote, I am hopeful that the new efforts to identify offsets will facilitate timely passage of this important legislation. I am fully committed to working with my colleagues to move legislation that will encourage the production and use of alternative energy, translate into real savings and college tuition, state and local taxes, and business investments for individuals and companies alike. Close quote. To learn more about this legislation, I encourage you to join us in Washington, D.C. for the 7th Annual New Markets Tax Credit Spring Conference on June 12th and 13th, where we will discuss the possible extension of the New Market Tax Credit and what it could mean for the community development industry. If you're not already registered, you can sign up online at www.novaco.com events. Also in Washington, lawmakers have continued negotiating a housing stimulus package. Following the House's passage of a housing stimulus bill on May 8th, focus shifted to the Senate, where just yesterday, Monday, Senate Banking Committee Chairman Christopher Dodd of Connecticut announced an agreement on a housing package. The agreement would authorize the federal government to guarantee up to $300 billion in loans to struggling homeowners. This guarantee program would be funded in large measure by a $500 million affordable housing fund created through contributions from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. The White House's initial reaction was somewhat agreeable, so many housing advocates are encouraged that a final agreement could be near. The agreement would also create a new, more powerful agency to regulate Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. 
The agreement that was announced yesterday does not include, unfortunately, any improvements to the low-income housing tax credit or other provisions of the Housing Assistance Tax Act of 2008. However, supporters of the housing tax credit are hopeful that these provisions will be included as the Senate negotiates with the House of Representatives and President Bush on compromise legislation. Our sources indicate that the legislative process on a housing bill will still take several weeks. House Financial Services Committee Chairman Barney Frank of Massachusetts has expressed hope to complete a final bill and send it to the President by the July 4th Congressional recess. We will continue to follow the progress of this housing stimulus legislation and keep you updated with news as it happens. In addition to these weekly podcasts, Novigrad and Company tracks developments in the affordable housing industry online at taxcredithousing.com and also sends breaking news email alerts to subscribers of our free industry alert email service. To sign up for this free service, just send an email to cpas at novocode.com. Turning to this week's topic, let's talk about the Notice of Funding Availability, or NOFA, that HUD published last week, making more than $1 billion available for 35 of its programs. On May 12th, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, or HUD, published its fiscal year 2008 Super NOFA, an annual funding notice. This year's notice makes available more than $1 billion in grants through 35 programs, such as the $17 million for the Rural Housing and Economic Development Program, the more than $24 million for the Assisted Living Conversion Program for eligible multifamily projects, and the $431 million for the Section 202 Program, which provides supportive housing for the elderly. The SuperNOFA is comprised of individual NOFAs for HUD's programs and those provide the statutory and regulatory requirements, threshold requirements, and rating factors applicable to funding for each program. Applicants must also read the general section of the SuperNOFA, which HUD published on March 19th, for important application information and requirements, including various submission requirements. For the past four years, HUD has required nearly all grant applications to, to be submitted electronically through www.grants.gov. HUD says the electronic grant submission process is a critical element of President Bush's management agenda to increase funding opportunities for states, local governments, and not-for-profit organizations that house and serve lower-income families in their communities. HUD reports that last year more than 4,600 applicants successfully submitted applications electronically. HUD offers several resources to help applicants meet the electronic submission requirement. First, there's a desktop user's guide, which is available to lead applicants through the electronic submission process. In addition, HUD also offers training via a series of webcasts. Applicants can participate in HUD's satellite training and webcast sessions through which they receive detailed explanations of the general section and program section requirements for each of the SuperNOVA programs. The interactive broadcasts provide an opportunity to ask questions of HUD staff as well. HUD also encourages applicants to subscribe to the grants.gov free notification service. This will help ensure that applicants receive email notification as soon as items are posted to grants.gov and will provide them with access to useful information, including responses to frequently asked questions that arise during the funding application period. The 2008 SuperNOFA is available online at www.tashfordhousing.com by clicking on Other Guidance in the LHTC menu. We encourage you to review the notice soon. There are numerous application due dates depending on the particular program with May 30th as the first due date for a program application, and August 14th as the last due date for an application, with the vast majority of the applications being due in July. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's report on tax credits. This podcast is brought to you each week by Novogratz & Company, a national accounting, valuation, and consulting firm. 
Check us out online at www.novaco.com to learn more about our professional services as well as our line of tax credit events and products. Please join us again next Tuesday when we'll bring you the latest news on the affordable housing community development and renewable energy communities. I encourage you to submit comments on the topics you'd like to hear more about on our weekly podcasts. We've added links on the podcast page at novaco.com so that you may send us an email or submit topic suggestions. This is Michael Novogratik, and I'll be back next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.